From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Monday, January 16th. I'm Sarah Wright. Redwood Valley residents gathered in the firehouse on Saturday morning for a demonstration of a warning siren and updates on plans to increase the number of sirens to notify people in remote areas of a pending emergency. One siren, which was installed at the station in August of 2021, has a range of about one square mile. Carrie Robinson is the chief of the Redwood Valley Capella Fire District, which has 23 volunteers and four paid staff. What was your impression of hearing the siren this morning? Uh, so my impression was it was very, very loud. I walked outside and just went, oh my. And then they stopped the siren, and then you could just hear it echoing through the valley. So um, this is one of the things I'm very, very concerned, um, you know, being the fire chief here for Red Valley. Uh, the community is my number one priority. You know, I want to make sure that the community is well taken care of. Uh, the community has spoken and spoken several times asking, when is the siren going to get a uh, project get completed? Um, then the county stepped up and said, hey, we can help out with the grants. So um, really looking forward to getting this project going. And I was there in the 17 fires, and I know what it was like, and, I've, and it, it was horrible. The 2017 firestorm was on Supervisor Glenn McCordy's mind, too. I'm really excited about this because after the 2017 disaster here in Redwood Valley, one of the things that everyone noted, it would have been great to have had some kind of warning, and then we had failures of our cell systems and and everything else, so uh, it really was tragic the way that we couldn't get the word out. So uh, this is part of a, a long-term investment process that the county's gone through, first with PG&E funds, and then also uh, we supported Measure P, which passed. Chief Robinson said there are several different ways to activate the sirens, either with cell phones or a landline or even manually in the event of another collapse of key infrastructure. He said plans for exactly what it will cost to expand the system, precisely how many more sirens will be added, and where they will go are still in the early phase. So far, the project has cost $60,000, mainly from the PG&E disaster settlement. Charles Clugston is the president of CTC Mass Notification Systems, the distributor of the siren system. He shared some technical details. We have four batteries in there, and it's solar-powered. So what happens is the solar... It doesn't even have to be tied to the grid, okay? The solar actually charges the batteries. And what Welland has, that's why I love their sirens, is they have, we're at 560 megahertz. So it's like a foghorn, so it travels really far. And it's like if somebody drives up behind you like a young kid and they've got a lot of bass in the car, you feel that. So that's what we're doing is we're sending out a very low frequency to grab you. On top of that, if that pole was to sever at the base and fly through the air, that siren would keep sounding because it runs off battery only. And if it ever gets too low, it'll give you a notification. So it self-tests itself. And then also the fire department here, we've, we've helped them set up a protocol where you do a side test and it tells them everything. If you got a driver bad, a speaker bad, you got low voltage, intrusion alarm, multitude of things. And I understand that you did a, have done some tests this morning. What have you learned? Well, this morning's test was more, uh, we didn't use any of our sound managers, but we, we had the community, we had a really good uh, community base come back and let us know that they heard it. And then we had a few concerned citizens that they heard it, but they didn't feel like they heard it good enough. Clugston said there will be more testing, combining the data from previous years and this weekend. 
Brad Cox represents Wheelan Engineering, which designs and implements the systems. He spoke about the local challenges of finding the right locations for more sirens. California in a whole in a lot of areas in Northern California because of the mountain ridges and the valleys, it is a task to get covered at time. But here I'm going to say we have roughly one square mile that's covered now with the unit that is here. So if you get the other, the additional four sirens, would each of those also have a, a one mile range? They would have a up to about 5,800 foot from its axis. And if we step up to our larger unit, we'll have about 6,100 feet. Uh, it ain't, it's not as much as just putting one in that is large. We design it around the targeted area. If we're sitting right like this valley here is small, but there's ridges all the way around it, mountain ridges, there's no sense in putting the large one in because it's not going to go over the ridge. It's going to go up and that's where it'll stop. So some of the areas may have a smaller one because it doesn't need the large one. It doesn't benefit them anymore. So that's part of our planning is to find out where we need them, what size we need there, and then develop a plan and deliver it back to the county as part of this grant and then let them look at it, analyze it, ask the questions, have the public hearings, and see where the final design's going to be, where the units will be located. Clugston hopes to start installation within a year. Cox laid out the steps. If there was uh, the process that went through and procurement went today, uh, the units would probably be on the ground in about 14 weeks from when they were, from when an order was placed with the manufacturer. And then the installation phase would begin then. Uh, you know, you've got to go through the uh, city-county codes and everything that you have to do. Chief Robinson took an opportunity to talk up his department. We'll get through this project here, and I know we, we, with the, we have some additional um, fire engines that are showing up. Uh, we have a lot of new volunteers here at the fire station. Um, so we're constantly working and training to make uh, this fire department the best it can be for our community. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.